0: We're going to be keeping it casual this week on Family Travel Radio. For each of the next five days, I'm going to be sharing some short little conversations that I had in person with real families in New York City at the New York Times Travel Show a couple of weeks ago. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. And here today, I'm going to share my conversation with a woman that I actually referred to in last week's episode. It was a real mother who was visiting the travel show by herself. Her name was Margaret Hacker. I realized in last week's episode, I just kind of referred to her as this woman or this person. She had a name. Her name is Margaret Hacker. She and I had a great conversation about family travel, and it all started with her speaking about her frustration about the lack of family travel tours, about family travel opportunities at the travel show. So we're going to go ahead and lead in right with that. This is Margaret Hacker, a real person, a real mother, expressing her frustration about the lack of family travel tours.
1: For the past two years of the travel show, um, I'm trying to incorporate trips and tours where I could get my kids involved and get get my husband involved. But it's been very challenging because some of the tours do not allow children to come on the tour together. This year I find it very frustrating to find the right travel package or travel deals or the travel destination so my kids and I and my family can really enjoy a good travel trip.
0: Margaret also had plenty of wonderful things to say about family travel. And here she shares one of her very favorite things about traveling with her family.
1: Every summer, my husband and my two children, they're three and one years old. We pick a destination and then we travel. We hop on a plane, we plan exactly where we're going to go. And the best advice is trying to adapt and to cope and go with the flow. That's been the best advice I've learned along the way. And that's the best advice uh, friends and family have shared with me as
0: well and last but not least this was a question that I asked every single person whom I talked to at the travel show I asked them to share their favorite their sweetest their most special family travel memory here's Margaret hacker sharing hers
1: I work in the school so I'm off in July and August so last year I took my two kids I hopped on a plane we traveled to Germany all by ourselves it was so amazing. Just to see the love and the joy in my kids' eyes just made everything, all my my frustration melted away because it, it's exactly what travel is all about. It's giving your kids the best experience and the memories that they'll never forget. And just to see the excitement is, is the best thing. And I hope to have many, many more experience to share with my kids in the future with traveling.
0: The other individual I'd like to feature here on this first episode of the week is a woman named Andrea Ross, and you may recognize that name. If you've been following this podcast since the beginning, Andrea was one of the very, very first guests on Family Travel Radio. She was back in episode two discussing Anchor Watt and ancient wonders for families. That was episode two of Family Travel Radio. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Andrea face-to-face for the very first time just a couple of weeks ago in New York City. And here is Andrea sharing her thoughts about why family vacations matter.
1: Oh, they're so important. And I
2: say that from a personal reason and from a professional reason. I think I've traveled with my kids. I've seen the impact it has on them. It really helps to define them. And I remember I saw uh, a speaker once who said, you need to give your kids something that's theirs, that they can wrap their whole identity around. And I think for my kids, it's travel. That's been how they identify That they know they can go get on a plane and go somewhere and have this adventure and meet new people and not be intimidated by that and the rest of their world kind of wraps around that knowledge and i think it's an incredible gift to give to any kid and then from a professional standpoint i've seen the families that have traveled with us and i'm amazed by what those kids have gone on to do they've gone on to study development they've gone on to study global politics they've gone on to work overseas It it gives these kids so much confidence that they can really embrace the world, not just their community, but really any community. And I just think that's such a gift that we as parents can give our kids.
0: If you know anything about Andrea Ross, you know that she and her family have got a pretty good handle on prioritizing and planning family vacations. And here she shares some of her best advice for other families out there to help them plan for those vacations and prioritize Those family vacations. And I think you're really gonna love it when Andrea gets into something that her kids like to do in their day to day life that is still not as cool as traveling. Check it out.
2: I mean, I think the truth is a family vacation is what you make it. And whether you're going to Africa on some incredible safari or you're going like I am for spring break to San Diego. It doesn't matter it's about being together with your people it's about giving them experiences that they wouldn't get sitting around at home you know watching video games I think that's what travel is about. It doesn't matter how far flung it is, or how even adventurous it is. It's that you're spending that time, you're giving them that time. And I still remember we were we were out on a sailboat with my kids, and my little my boy was little. He's probably four, and he turned around and looked at me and said, "This is better than iPad." And I was like, "I win!" <laughs> i constantly trying to beat Fortnite, so I think travel allows you to beat Fortnite, and um, I love that.
0: And last but not least, and this was one of my favorite quotables from the entire travel show, here's Andrea Ross sharing her favorite travel memory. So my (laughs) mother,
2: at the age of seven, we were all supposed to go on a family trip to Australia. And my parents were getting green cards at the time. They're British. We were moving to America. And they couldn't leave the country. I, on the other hand, had an American passport. So I remember saying to my mother, well, why can't I go? And my aunt lived in Australia, so she wasn't sending me off to nobody. And she said, you can't. And so that woman (laughs) put me on a plane and sent me to Australia for a month. I was the most homesick I've ever been. I remember crying every night, but I remember every day doing something cool, seeing kangaroos, going horseback riding with my aunt. And I think it gave me a confidence that I knew I could do anything. Cause if I could do that at seven, I could do anything. So then flash forward to my kids were 11 and 12 and they wanted to go back to Cambodia and I couldn't go I had work commitments and they said well why can't we go and you know I thought back and I kind of tapped into my inner Philippa that's my mom and I said you can and then I you know kind of shriveled because I didn't want to send them off on a plane you know millions of miles away it felt like Um, but I did it and I dropped those kids off at LAX and I gave them a hug and they headed off into the bright world and I got in my car and cried (laughs) And I called my mom and I said, did you cry when you dropped me off? And she said, no, you were going to be fine. (laughs) And I thought, okay, she's right. And my kids had an amazing time. They had this great adventure. And I'm so glad that she gave me that. And I'm proud that I was able to give that same thing to my kids.
0: And every single person that we put on video, that we talked to, that we interviewed at the travel show, we were interviewing them because... They had, in fact, taken that pledge to take family time. Each and every one of these individuals, we asked them to proudly hold up their take family time, pledge certificate, and announce to the world that their family had taken the pledge. So here it is, the first two of many families you're going to hear from this week on Family Travel Radio. Once again, Margaret Hacker and Andrea Ross, loud and proud, shouting it from the mountaintops at least from the mountaintops within the confines of the New York Times Travel Show, announcing loud and proud to the world that their family had taken the pledge.
1: My name is Margaret Hacker, and my family took the
2: pledge. I'm Andrea Ross, and my family took the pledge.
0: All right, I hope you enjoyed this quick little episode. We're going to be in your ears every single morning this week, Monday through Friday, with these tiny little bits of inspiration from real families talking about some of the challenges and also some of the most wonderful things, the most beautiful things that come with family travel. You're going to be hearing about that all week long. So hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back right here tomorrow morning with another daily dose of family travel inspiration. We'll see you then. You know that there's more to life than your work, but do your kids know? Last year, 55% of American parents didn't use all their vacation days. Taking time off to travel lets you show your kids different sides of the world and different sides of yourself, like the side that does things like this. Family travel is easier and more affordable than you might think. You brought them into this world. Now show it to them. Discover the possibilities at familytravel.org. Hey, it's Aaron Schlein. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. All the notes for this episode and for every episode of the podcast are available at familytravel.org radio. All right, my friend, until we meet again, this is Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio, and I am signing off.